0: This podcast replay is brought to you by Cutter's Edge Total Landscape Solutions. With decades of experience here in South Florida, cuttersedge.com provides fantastic results. Call 954
1: 472 All righty. Welcome back. It's hour number three of the program coming to you live from Hialeah Park. Appreciate all of you out there. Luis de Cubas is set to join us at the bottom of the hour. We'll have a little fun with him uh man there's a monster dip in the market right now dude uh bitcoin is down to 21.871 it was hovering around 23 down almost five percent uh something happened the markets have gone to crap uh dow jones is down 250 points the s&p down 36 i mean it is just absolutely crazy Apple down a percent, Uh, just, uh, it is uh, not good. Home Depot down 5%, man, wow. So yeah, not good right now. Markets went the other way. And, um, you know, it's, to me, I I told you guys about this before. I was kind of shocked about these runs that that have happened in the market and in crypto because I thought we were going to kind of go through some really rough stuff in the first six, seven, eight months of this year. And then the back end, I thought, is when we were going to start to... So I was surprised. But I got to tell you, nice little dip there. I see where Cardano's at. That's a really good price right now with Cardano. Man, uh, I saw Cosmos now hit 14 I, I think that's you know, a really, really good price. There's, there's some real good values right now. Maybe a little dip now on, uh, on Ethereum. It's a really, really good one there. So there's some, there's some stuff, man. Let see what happens. Maybe I'll do something. I got something set for Saturday to do a crypto show, but uh, who knows? Maybe I'll do an extra one here along the way uh, as uh, some more information comes in and we can start to look at it. But, man, that is pretty, Im- pretty impressive dip there uh, for the market. Still way up from where, they, from where it was, but, uh, yeah, that's one hell of a dip, man. One hell of a dip, I got to say. Let me see where aletheia is at and aletheia is down 20 percent down to five five point seven cents remember it got up to nine this was under a penny and it shot up and remember when it got up to nine i i hope i told i told you to take out your investment and take out your profits this is why you always do that and you don't and you don't uh invest on anything going parabolic as i always tell you guys but wow, man! Immutable X is down thirteen percent. Illuvium's down fifteen. Kadena's down almost eleven. Algorand's down almost twelve. ApeCoin's down almost eleven. Shiba Inu down eleven. Decentraland down ten. Flow down almost fourteen. I mean, it is—it's—it it, it is a rough, rough hit. Where's uh? Where's Ethereum? Ethereum's down seven percent. Down to fifteen forty that's a nice again i think that's a terrific price right there dips baby take advantage of the dips always in the market especially for those of you that are new at it uh dude 67 thank you for the love on the super chat my brother appreciate you uh just want you to know i look forward to this show each day dealing with some serious health issues wow i'm sorry to hear that man uh, thank you for sending the super chat while you're dealing with health issues. That's that's uh, it's amazing, man. Uh, I hope you feel better, man. Don't know what's going on, but I uh, I pray for your health. Says uh, hope you're digging the new playlist. Oh, uh yes, now I, yes, um I I've got the 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 metal one that you send me. Uh, I have not played it yet, actually. I haven't played either one of the two yet because I haven't been really chilling and relaxing and listening to music, so I have not played any of those yet, but I do have them locked and loaded and ready to go, so thank you for sending those uh, those playlists to me, man. I, uh, like, you know what? Maybe I'll probably jam the, the metal one, the hair metal one on the way home, right? Because that's, that's one of the two that you sent me. I know that. Let me see it right here. Let me uh, check it out on my, uh, on my Twitter feed. Oh, you got no show today. No, no, we do Thursdays at this time, my man. Uh, 80s hair metal. That's it. Yes, I will probably listen to that one on the way home. Yeah, I can already see it. Yeah, 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 dude, you nailed it. Yeah, 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 yeah. little LA Guns, faster, Faster Pussycat, Bullet Boys, Poison, I love it, White Lion, Warrant, Winger, Bon Jovi, Cinderella, Dokken, Def Leppard. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, you hit it. You hit it. Yeah, you got a lot of the stuff that I, that I would want to listen to when it comes to hair metal. So good stuff. Thank you. Appreciate you there, Dude67. Very nice of you, my man. And I hope uh, you feel better, my friend. And thank you for you know, supporting our show. It, uh, it, means, uh, it means the world. Brett Dodger says, "Big O DCA for the win all day, every day. As we, as you well know, hell yeah, hell yeah, and every chance I get to buy a little Bitcoin here and there, I keep doing it. I keep doing it. I keep doing it. You know, there, there. It's what, what, what country was I? Uh, what was it that I was I was seeing the other day? And and it was. Let me see if I can find it." And this is a guy that's running for president in Argentina. I think it is, if I'm correct. I think I saw it last night. And here we go. And this is where we're, this is where we're headed because every, every government in the world is destroying their currency and not helping their, their people. And it's, it's happening here too, by the way. It's not just social security. Okay, it's also our dollar absolutely getting destroyed, you know, in the process. And so the, one of the gentlemen that is running for president of of Argentina, let me see if I can find it here. Hmm, did I pass it up? And, uh, oh man, let me see. I can't find it now. It sucks. But he basically came out and said that, you know, because of um, fiat currency, it really does not service, governments don't really service, you know, uh, the people, and that Bitcoin is the way to go, or, you know, I'm kind of paraphrasing what he said, but it's basically that and it was just one of those things that when you when you saw it right when i saw it right away i said okay this guy gets it and he's willing to tell people you know the truth about what's going on and i know you know most of you aren't going to believe it until it actually happens and then when it happens then you're going to go oh my god and we, i could i should have done something about this and you know that's that's just going to be the case unfortunately i wish i could find it because i thought it was I thought it was pretty awesome for somebody in trying to, you know, assume that position and to go out and do that. I thought that was really, really strong on his part and honest, which you don't get a lot of that from from a lot of politicians. What a shame. I can't find it. Damn it. Oh, well. What am I going to do? You got something there for me? I thought you were, were going to say something. Oh, huh, Sean? No, no, no. Oh, Okay.
2: I've tracked down the uh, what we discussed about earlier.
1: What, what, From what? We're on break. What, what? The Riley thing. Oh, okay, what happened? So okay. t- talk to us. So, right.
2: so Bleacher Report put out an article, okay? okay? So then what they did was somebody tried to take a picture of the Bleacher Report article, and then what they did was they took out a little bit and added their own little lines. Whoever had plenty of time to sit here and try to... Because what happened was when I scrolled up the article a little bit, the, the caption I told you they took out, mm-hmm. I saw three names. And I was like, hmm, okay. said Anthony Chang, per Anthony Chang, Barry Jackson, and one other. I forgot who the other one was right now. But they said, you know, so I'm like, okay, let me see where this is from. Because some of this is from legit, a legit source. So I went and I found the article on Bleacher Report. And you can see where they took the one paragraph inserted it in but it's it's pretty funny because some people are upset enough right now with the way the money agency up. is to make that up but not only that but people are believing it
1: yeah i know yeah and then and then you people uh, are
2: believing it
1: yeah and riley wouldn't that would never no. happen to riley bro give me a break so i saw this yesterday from bitcoin magazine this is uh, Ar- uh this is uh, argentine president ca- uh candidate there he is right there And it it says, uh, inflation is a crime that favors politicians and harms the private sector. Eliminating the central bank is moral. (laughs) So, and, you know, he has, he he says more things, you know. So, to, to go out and say stuff like that, it's because he understands that that's the truth. These central banks all over the world are killing us, actually. They're annihilating us. And eventually, you know, the freedom of Bitcoin will open it up for all. But you guys will you guys will get it down the line. Don't worry about it. You guys will get it down the line, and you'll figure it out. And then you'll say, that son of a bitch was right. He was always talking about it. El Salvador, by the way, received 1.5 million tourists in 2022, exceeding expectations, according to the ambassador to the U.S. Why? Because they are a Bitcoin heaven now. And Kevin McCarthy, Speaker of the United States House of Representatives, likes Bitcoin and says it has a future. I will give the Republicans credit. They, uh, they are way more accepting of Bitcoin than the Democrats. The Democrats are completely lost when it comes to that. So I will give the Republicans credit in that. I can't give them credit in a bunch of other things, just like I can take it away from the Democrats for a bunch of other things. But on the Bitcoin side, kind of give the Republicans the major edge on that one. Uh, if you go outside tonight and listen, you can hear the Miami Heat Free Agency. Absolutely crickets. Although, if you come out here, you'll see incredible landscaping, beautiful architecture. There's casino machines all over the place. We've got over 900 gaming machines downstairs. we got the smoking hot slots outside. Got the... Poker room out here. Got the lovely ladies that'll bring you out drinks. They'll bring you out some food. Got TVs all over the place. So I see a little uh, World Baseball. No, is it uh, Seria del Caribe going on uh, over there on television. So you can watch a little baseball because baseball has been very, very good to me. And uh, we got the World Baseball Classic coming soon over at the Lone Depot Stadium. They'll they'll, a- they'll actually know what a full stadium looks like now. You know, Marlins, Marlins, uh, front office and ownership group. Oh, so this is what it looks like. Not that our team can fill it up, but hey, everybody else can. I, I gotta say, the atmosphere for those games is amazing. That, that is that. That's where you know, for somebody to tell you baseball isn't fun. Okay, just go to the just just go to the World Baseball Classic and tell yeah. me you're not gonna have fun. Yeah, but it, it's more of the. You go to the Marlins. There's there's 1,200 people inside this. You know, elephant of a building.
2: You talk. I talked to the guy in right field, and I was down to first base. I'm like, "Hey, yo, send that guy over here with the drinks."
1: Yeah, exactly. Because it's only me? one guy with drinks going yeah. all around the state. That poor guy. No, they're not
2: paying everybody. They're
1: not paying yeah, everybody. I mean, you know what I mean. So it's like you, you. I get it. You know, you you might say baseball's boring and all that kind of stuff, and that's fine. Whatever. I I love baseball, but if you go to the the if you go to the the World Baseball Classic. I think you'll have fun, okay? I think you'll have a blast at that because the atmosphere will be passionate. Yes. You know, and that is fun. Yeah. It's fun. Yeah. So, anyway. Uh, vastly underrated Canadian band. Uh, oh, wait a minute. Who's uh, Double T Sports? Big O, do you remember? Yeah, of course. Dude, I was just talking about April Wine. Okay? I, I'm, I'm thinking of doing something really crazy, Okay, April Wine um, is playing their last concert, well at least the lead singer is playing his final concert in Nova Scotia and I was talking about this where is uh, where is this, damn it let me see if I have the article still here Miles Goodwin is going to, to retire from touring in March this month. The singer and guitarist in the Canadian outfit from 1969 until they split in 86. Then again, since their 92 reunion, he confirmed that he'll continue to lead them from backstage. Mark Parent will take over place alongside guitarist Brian Greenway and bassist Richie Lathiner and drummer Ray Nickel. The move leaves Greenway as the longest standing live member having joined the band in 77. Although I'm still with the band riding, recording with the guys and producing, I'm now officially retired from touring, Goodwin said in, the sta- in a statement. My last stage performance after 50-plus years on the road will be in Nova Scotia, Nova Scotia, March 2nd, where it all started and it'll end for me there. So March 2nd in Nova Scotia will be, and I don't know the, na- the bar that's there, but there was a part of me that wanted to go to that and go see uh, April Wine and yes, uh, I, and give you an April wine story right before the pandemic, I was going to Vegas for the draft and you know, the pandemic hit and canceled everything. And, uh, we had tickets for two nights for Pearl jam in Oakland. And during the week of, of the draft there, April wine was in, in, in concert in Vegas. This was three years ago. Right. When, it, when the, when the pandemic started and I had tickets already for that concert, and I had to obviously cancel it and, and got my refund and all that stuff. I couldn't go to the April Wine concert. And I missed my Pearl Jam back-to-back concerts in Oakland, too. There was another concert that week that we were going to. There were several concerts. That was just going to be a legendary week. God, that was going to be a good week on the show. Man, I tell you. And, yes, they are underrated. I love April Wine. Yes. 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 So, I'm with you there. Uh, if you go, uh, let's see. Yeah, I'm going to the Dominican Republic versus Israel game. There you go. Miami Heat, what the hell? Didn't make any moves. Yeah, they don't have any... They have They have no firepower. It's a problem with them. Mickey Harrison should sell to a real billionaire. Well, I mean... I gotta tell you, I'd like to—I'd like for somebody that was—that is fanatical about winning—to own the team. Uh, Mickey Harrison apparently is not fanatical about winning. He's very, uh, um, let's just say, he is uh, strategical and convenient. So it has to be something so obvious that they're going to get financial return automatically and pay for what they're doing, at least. But is he willing to take chances and pay luxury tax and all that kind of stuff? No, he's not. And he proves that every single year. And it's insulting that you went with an incomplete roster this year the way they have. It's just like three spots right off the top of your team is, is useless. And that doesn't help out your coach, who's a great coach, by the way. I, I, I can't say enough about... Eric Spolstra. I really can't. He is as impressive as it gets. Michael Irving, by the way, was sent home after an altercation um, with a a woman at a hotel at the Super Bowl. He will not be part of their coverage in the NFL Network. It's kind of crazy. He says he doesn't know what happened. He says it was a 45-second interaction with her and then he walked away and who knows kind of crazy huh I tell you alright let's let's uh, let's talk a little boxing on the 24th of this month Sean and I will be here to uh, watch it all and we'll have some interviews for you throughout from now till the 24th we'll be giving away some tickets uh, Guillermo Ragundo is coming back to the ring uh, February 24th here at Hialeah Park and the great Luis Cubas is ready to join us to talk a little boxing, and Luis is always ready to talk a little boxing. How you doing, my friend? You doing good?
0: I'm doing great. You know, I'm happy to, you know, come back to the Hialeah Racetrack again. I think it's the ninth time now. I, I want to thank Frank Fury, John Bernetti Jr. I want to thank Amari Piedra from the Caribe Real in Orlando, which is his partners in the event. And I'm very happy to come back uh, on the 24th with 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 Guillermo which really is a fighter that won two gold medals. Uh, he's a two-time um, you know world champion, and uh, you know it's, I think it's great for him to come back to um, uh, you know to Hialeah after a 12-year layoff. He's been fighting all over the world, and I think it's great for him to to come back and 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 you know and, and fight in front of his home hometown.
1: Yeah, I, I think, I want to say the first time I saw him fight, I might have been at the at the DeVille Hotel in Miami Beach.
0: At the Fountain Blue At the Fountain
1: Blue. Okay, that's where it was. Hotel. Right, right, yeah. That
0: night, we had a, it was actually a very good show. We had a lot of people there.
1: Yeah, yeah, I remember I remember that. Uh, before we get to Guillermo, obviously, let, let's talk a little bit about the entire fight card, because you've got some interesting young Cuban fighters, too.
0: Yeah, there's uh, the co main event, it's uh, you know, it's a, a Cuban kid, Ariel de la Torres Perez, he's uh, he's a junior uh, uh, featherweight and he's uh, he's a fighter that's uh, very aggressive, he's come forward he's really going into his toughest fe- test of his career. He's going against former champion of the world, John Fred of Venezuela. Uh, a fighter has been in there with a lot of a lot of guys. The guy was thirty-five wins, a guy who really knows how to win. And uh, it's going to really be a, a real toughest test to, to date. And uh, I got to tell you, I'm looking forward to this fight. It should should be the best fight of the night. It really should be. It's uh, two guys that come forward, and it's going to be exciting. I think that Perez get back into the to the mix, and, and he's got to win. And and, and Torres to go for has got to win. It's a great crossroad fight. Also on the card, we have a kid that, that's going to be making uh, his debut in the United States. He's uh, he's actually two and zero as a pro. His name's Ale Rodriguez in, in, in Puli, and he's a, a guy a lot of people have been talking about. He's a kid that went to Russia when he was 13 years old. He fought in the Russian amateur system. He became a pro when he was 17. You know, he couldn't turn pro in the United States until he was 18, so it's the first time we're going to see him here in the United States. A lot of people think this kid's a real McCoy. He's 18 years old. He's a very, very good fighter. speaks three language, speaks English fluently, Spanish, and Russian. And uh, I think it's the type of kid that could really be do make a lot of noise. He's very colorful. He knows how to fight. And uh, that's another, you know, the the great, 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 uh, you know, I'm really excited to put him underneath Reagan now, which is a legendary Reagan, uh, Cuban fighter. And I think the kid's excited, and they're training together in the same gym. So I'm excited about that situation. Also on the card, we got a, a Cuban kid, which is uh, training out there in California with Joe Guzman. His name is Damian Lascaye, and he's a Cuban kid. He's in the same traveling team as Morel, David Morel. And, uh, and he's training out with Joe Goosen, and he's fighting here. Uh, now he's 2-0 with uh, one knockout, and he's fighting. also fighting Hialeah. And uh, also a very, very, very good prospect. And uh, this uh, the, the, the guy that's going to be on the card, and I'm kind of also a lot of people are talking about, is this uh Trujillo, the cuban assassin he's a bare-fisted guy he's one of as a professional fighter but he's got a real good following so it, i think it's going to be exciting to watch him fight so oh, in all we got 10 fight card it's uh all, all good fights you know highly every seat in the house is great and outside out the out, write right. a lot of fun you know you can go out there early you can eat you can drink you can gamble People always stay, you know, until 1, 2 in the morning gambling yeah. after the fights, and they party. So it's a great – we've been doing it for a while now, and it, the people have a great time out there, and uh, it's a great crowd, and it's a great atmosphere.
1: Lewis the Cuba is joining us. And, and Lewis, let me ask you, is it is it harder now to find boxers because of MMA – and you've got guys that are probably going in that direction um, what is what has changed about finding boxers nowadays compared to you know 30 40 50 years ago when you didn't have that other sport that that obviously has uh, has given boxing a ton of competition
0: well you know i have been in boxing 40 years and i remember when i first started you know and, in the '80s, you know, you could you could call gyms. There was 20 guys, 30 guys in each one of these gyms You call Puerto Rico. And I mean, every every gym was loaded with guys. You could find opponents. And now it's not the same anymore. I think that you know, I went from I think about the last 15 years, you went from 9,000 licensed fighters to you know 4,500. So it's it's I, I think a lot of the kids here in the United States are. A, you know they're taking. You know it, it's, it's tough. It's a tough route Boxing is a tough, tough business, and a lot of kids are, are going into baseball, basketball, football, where they can get a scholarship. And boxing, you know, it's a you know it's a it's a tough road from the beginning. And a lot of and it's it's it's, it's always been a, a sport of really a poverty, you know. And and yeah. and, and, and now, you know, uh, you got the Cubans, you got the Dominicans, you got the Caribbean guys, the Mexicans always, you know, and it's always going to be you know those kind of fights now uh there's 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 a lot of good fights in the horizon you know like this uh ryan garcia against Javante davis and uh you know it, it, there's there's good fights in the horizon but 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 i i believe that boxing is it's tough you know it's tough to find like you say it's tough to find guys time to find opponents and you, a lot of these uh i know what i'm doing with a lot of these cuban kids i'm moving them a lot, moving them along a lot quicker I took David Morrell. I uh, I took him to Minnesota. I made him a house fighter over there, with two professional fights. I made fight him for the world title against Lennox Allen. He won the title. Now he's done mixed with everybody. You know, he's eight and all. He's defended his title five times, and uh, you know I didn't waste no time with him. They got four hundred amateur fights. You know they got they, they've been all over the world, and it's just basically getting them getting ready to go twelve rounds. So. You're gonna be seeing a lot of guys with with, with uh, well if you ever Regendau won the world title with five professional fights, but again, he was he came here when he was twenty eight years old. And he had a lot of a lot of amateur two time gold medal winners. So I, I didn't waste any time with him. I've been with him since the beginning.
1: Lewis, I'm just oh, I'm getting a little feedback from your end, there's like something, I don't know if you have oh, yeah. some interference, interference with the mic or something, mic or something but when, something, when, right. you talk, when you talk, there's yeah. a lot there's of, some- so there's like some uh, scratching going on. I don't know if you've got a phone next to it or something, or something causing any kind of interference. But, but anyway, so in finding fighters, now the other thing, Louis, I'm wondering if you're dealing, are you dealing with the guy that wants to be a two-way fighter? Because we're seeing a lot of that, that, you know, the guy wants to be a boxer and he wants to be an, an MMA fighter. Or how do you deal with those kind of guys? Or do you say, no, you either got to make a choice and, and stick to one or the other? I've
0: been de- dealing with any, any people, any fighters that, you know, MMA and, and boxing at all. I, I, you know, I haven't I haven't, I haven't had any. Uh, you know, I, I just basically, to be good at something, you guys, you got to do it all the time. Right. The same thing. To be right. great at it. I, I, you know, I had 23 world champions, you know, including Roberto Duran. So, I'm in the boxing business to, build, you know, to, to to make champs. I'm not in the boxing sure. business sure. know, to work with opponents.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I, I'm just I'm intrigued just by that because I'm watching guys, watching guys try to do both, to do. and then obviously with the other sport. I'm wondering how much is it's affected boxing because it's you know it's it's a sport that I've loved for so long and it still goes under the radar and I still think that there are great fights every month. If you really look for them, there's still some pretty good fights. You can really enjoy yourselves. Every time we have a card here, we always have a good time out here at Hialeah Park because there's always you know a few fights on that on that card that just you know bring the, the hell of an emotion out of everybody because they love watching it. So talk to me a little bit about about, uh, some of the main events uh, for, for this fight on the 24th.
0: Well, the main event, of course, you know, Guillermo is he's been fighting a veteran Martinez of 50 professional fights. And again, it's like basically, you know, Guillermo's coming home party after many years of, you know, fighting all over the world, coming back since the last card you we were at, Blue. and uh, he's got a, you know, he's, he's a well-known fighter. He's, uh, he's a guy that's had a lot of media attention, from the time that him and Lara tried to skip on, on the Cuban national team, Brazil, they, they caught him, brought him back to Cuba. So he's, 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 they, 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 a lot of, a lot of, there's been a lot of, lot said about Guillermo Rigga now. And now it's basically at, at the end of his career. He's gotta, you gotta, he's gotta go out there and, and fight, and, you know, sit down fight more, not, 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 not box as much as more. Now people want to see guys trade. And he's got to look for a knockout so he can get back in the mix. I know he left the 118-pound title. His four titles are going to be open now. You know he, he is—he's going to get another shot. You know, so this one's got to get by in on now on the 24th.
1: Yeah, let's let's hope yeah, so. Let's, what's let's, what's let's the, uh, fight the fight before that?
0: Fight before that is Ariel Torres. That's the co-main event, and he's going to be fighting the former world champion John Perez Pereira, Venezuela. It's a great crossroad fight. It's, uh, it's probably a pick up fight. And uh, I'm looking really forward to it because, you know, De La Torres, you know, wins this fight. He could be, a, you know, he could be in the, in the division and make money. You know, if he loses this, then, you know, it's, it's not, not going to be good for him. And Pereira's got to win if he wants to, you know, stay in the mix. So it's a great fight. I think that, you know, we're going to have 10 fights. Get there, you know, early. Like I say, it's a, it's, it's, it's a great atmosphere. You can, you know, you can, there's, there's great, great time. A great time to be there. All
1: right, tell us a little That's bit awesome. about Warriors Boxing because I, I think they, they've, you guys are doing a great job of contributing to local boxing here in South Florida.
0: Well, Warriors Boxing and me and Liam Margolis, we've been partners for 33 years. Uh, like I said, we had 23 world champs. We had fights all over the world. The uh, 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 Muhammad Ali World Boxing Cup. We basically, you know, work with, uh, with, with the promoters and did shows all over the all over the world with them. And uh, we we do you know four shows a year at the, at the Armory in Minneapolis, which is a great boxing building with PVC. And uh, we promote basically all over the world. You know, uh, we, we right now. You know, we got a, we got a great uh, stable young fighters. I was talking about Morel, you know, the guy's a world champion. I was talking about him when fighting the winner of Plant against Benavides. You know, we got uh, Frank Sanchez, ranked number two in the world. You know, we're waiting to see what's going to happen with the Fury music fight, and we're in line for something there. And uh, a parole, Leonard Parole's fighting this weekend on Showtime. He's the opening bot on Showtime. He's fighting an undefeated False, an undefeated Ukrainian. Uh, we got uh, a, a kid that's going to be, uh, you know, fighting possibly for a world title very, very soon. Is this kid Omar? You know, he's a, he's a, he's a Cuban kid, lightweight. He's going to be fighting at Caribe Real on the twenty fifth. Very, nice. very good lightweight. So, you know, we got a lot of great young talent. You know, Jobis Gomez. He's already in showtime. You know, he's had five professional fights. The, the son of Jose Gomez, a great Cuban amateur. Gold medal winner, and uh, you know, he's also a great, great prospect. I get on, on, on the 24th, you're gonna see you know, top three probably Cuban prospects, you know, with with uh, Dela Torres, Lascai, and uh, Ali Rodriguez. So everybody should come and see this kid. This kid is a really, really you know, entertaining fighter. He's a great story. He left Cuba when he was 13 years old to Russia, you know, and 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 basically learn, you know, learn the boxing system there. As a kid, and uh, you know, knows three languages, and I think it's going to be a very, very good pro.
1: I'm looking forward to it. February 24th. Go to hialeahpark.com so you can find out more and get some tickets. You can join us. We'll be giving away some tickets here at the same time. I'm sure we'll talk to Lewis down the line as we get a little closer. Lewis, as always, my brother. I appreciate you taking some time.
0: Thank <laughs> you so much. You always do a great job, and Thank I, you. I really appreciate, appreciate Thank it. Thank you, my friend. I'm always
1: here. I'm always in your corner, my friend. <laughs>
0: Thank you so much, baby.
1: Thank you, Lewis. You got you. it, baby. Be good. There you go. Luis de Cuba is joining us on the 24th. Guillermo Regondao baby. He is wrapping up his career, stellar career here. And you heard, you're going to see some young Cuban fighters like Ali Rodriguez, Lascaye, and De La Torres. Uh, three guys that uh, are up-and-coming stars that you might see in bigger, like the the last guy that he talked about that he got him now in, an, in a national, in a in a, in a in a title now, in a title fight, and he's now the champion. So, Hopefully he can get a few more of these guys moving up to the next level. But it's always good to see some of these guys where they start. And then, because I remember seeing Rigonda when he was like a, a baby face kid coming out of Cuba and fighting for the first time here in this country. Go to HialeahPark.com to find out more about tickets there. All right, what else do we have? Um... <laughs> Baccarat died in ninety-four today. I didn't even know he was alive, actually. The composer. So our thoughts and prayers and go to the Baccarat family. I was amazed. 94. Good for him. It's like, damn, dude, that's pretty strong. Did you see what might happen to the Lakers? No, what happened? They've got Malik Beasley. Oh, I know, and he, mm-hmm. and then and then uh, uh Lars is going out with the uh With Malik Beasley, with uh, and
2: Scottie Pippen Jr. is on a two-way contract with the Lakers.
1: Right, so you know family reunion. Yeah, they can have a threesome now. It's his mom, isn't it? Is it mom? Or is it, oh no, that's right. I'm thinking the I'm thinking the other boyfriend. No, oh, oh right. no! I was like, wait, did I? Read no, no, this the, song? O- the other like, young. I no, Scotty I was thinking Pippen the Junior. other the other basketball player. She was going uh, to. It's his mom. That's right. You know. Mom is going is going to be on the team with her boyfriend. Yes. Yes, the son is on the team with the boy. Wow, that's just yes.
2: weird. He's on a two way deal, so maybe they can do something keep him away. I don't know.
1: It's gonna that be La- interesting. Lakers. That, that Larsa Pippen. You gotta do
2: something to get the people in, right? I mean
1: that LeBron's Larsa- out tonight, by the way. Against the big game against the Bucks. LeBron's hurt. She's a sick woman, dude. That's all. She's not right in the head. I mean, you know, you could be going out with somebody else. You know, make, make better decisions. Uh, in 64, on this date in rock history, on February 9th of 1964, the Beatles made their live debut in America with their famous performance on the Ed Sullivan Show, a really big shoot tonight. The Fab Four performed five songs, including their current number one song, I Want to Hold Your Hand. 73 million people tuned into that broadcast. Back in 64, that's a large portion of this country, dude. Holy crap, that's like just almost half, probably. Uh, In 1972, Paul McCartney and Wings made their concert debut at Nottingham University in England on this date. So think about that. In 64, on this date, the Beatles made their debut in America, okay? Then eight years later, he would be on his own because Yoko Ono broke the band up, and he's in Nottingham University with Wings, Which, by the way, for the record, I love Paul McCartney and Wings. Love them. Love the music that they created. In 2009, Led Zeppelin singer Robert Plant took home five Grammys for Raising Sand, his bluegrass collaboration with Alison Krauss. Among the trophies they won were Album of the Year, Record of the Year. Please read the letter. Bruce Springsteen also left a winner scoring the Grammy for Best Rock Song for Girls in Their Summer Clothes. In 81, on this date, Bill Haley, who hailed as the first rock and roll star with the success of his 1955 hit Rock Around the Clock, died of a heart attack. And in uh, 2009, Foo Fighters' Dave Grohl, as well as his record label, sued Miramax Pictures, accusing the Disney-owned production company of unauthorized use of a Foo Fighters song, Big Me, in trailers for the film Rounders. Ooh. Made a little money off of that, I can tell you that, that's for sure. And congratulations to the Scorpions. I wonder if, uh, if my man, uh, dude sixty seven, did you put this in your in your hair metal uh, collection there? Uh, Scorpions ninety one classic "Winds of Change" has passed one billion views on YouTube. Upon its release, the Crazy World single topped the charts across Europe and was the number four hit in the U.S. in its companion video and was uploaded to YouTube in 2009. One billion views of Winds of Change video. A hell of a milestone, says the band. Thank you to all the rock believers for watching. It was written by Klaus Main, the singer. The power ballad became the soundtrack for the end of the Cold War, inspired by the experience of playing at the Moscow Music Peace Festival in 89. Wind of Change embodies the feeling of hope, optimism, and the prospect of a better future. When we came on stage in the Lenham Stadium and started our show by playing Blackout, explained Maine in 2020, all the Red Army soldiers who function as security threw their hats and jackets in the air, turned to us, and became part of the crowd. The world was changing right in front of our eyes. It was indescribable. There you go. Congratulations, a metal video, a metal ballad hitting one billion views. I think that's pretty freaking cool, actually. See, what what do we got? We got any questions here down the stretch of the show? Big O, do you play a musical instrument? No. I, I I tried to play guitar, and then I learned why I struggled so much to play guitar and now I want to start it again. It's funny, right? And I'm, I'm, I'm not ambidextrous, I'm just weird, okay? Like, I write with my left, but I eat with my right. Okay? They're like, I do things that are right and left, and I didn't realize it, you know, the normal thing is to play your guitar right-handed. Okay, because when you see them on stage, the guitar neck is always going that way, right? Because they're right-handed. And so I I started playing. And I always know, and I noticed late in my years that when I do my air guitar, it's left-handed. And it's because I should be playing a left-handed guitar because I would be more comfortable playing left-handed, just like I am more comfortable batting right-handed. I shoot left-handed, right-left-handed, but I... But I actually bat right-handed, catch right-handed, you know, all that. I do everything like a normal right-hander would do in baseball. I throw the football with my right hand. I don't throw it with my left, you know. But there are certain things that I'm going to do with my left. Like, I'm writing. I always write with my left, you know. That's just the way it is, you know. I just, I can't help it. Some things I do right, some things I do left, and... I didn't. I, I figured out why it was such a struggle for me because it was awkward for me. So I've told my wife that if I, you know, if the crypto thing goes well down the line in a couple years, I said, don't be surprised if I, you know, get myself a, a Marshall stack and uh, and a guitar, a left handed guitar, you know, and uh, and start to you know, l- learn some guitar for the hell of it. But no, I don't play an instrument. Guitar would be one that I would love to learn and and have some fun with. But the next time I do, I will get a left-handed guitar to play just for fun. Uh, Let's see. Scorpions are on. It says Dude67. All right. There you go. You don't throw left like to it? Nope. I throw right. I'm a weirdo. I'm a complete weirdo you know there's there's really no other way to describe me you know it's just one it's just an i don't know how many of you have that burden that you do some things right and some things left and you have no idea how it came that way and how it happened and whatever you know what i'm saying just one of those things so yeah big o who's on your mount rushmore of drummers oh god that's so hard I've been asked this before. Neil Pert, um, uh, Ginger Baker, um, Keith Moon, Dave Portnoy, um, Trying to spread it out a little bit. That's why I threw Dave Portnoy in there. He's probably my favorite young, new drummer over the last 25 years. Um, trying to think of somebody. I'm going to go Terry Bosio. Okay. There we go. Go with a couple of uh, eclectic picks. Because most won't pick Portnoy or Basio, lots will pick Moon and Ginger and Neil Pert. That's those are like everybody picks those. You know what I mean? Because those guys are just like the gods. And so I'll throw those other two in there. Um, but I mean, it's I can put Stuart Copeland in there if I felt like it. You know what I mean? There's I, I've been asked this before, and it's just um, yeah. Five picks for Jake Crowder is a freaking joke. Yeah, no. I, Miami didn't have the five picks, and I, I would rip them to, to you know, for a rental. You don't give up Caleb Martin for a rental. You don't give up, you know, something like, you know, five picks. It's stupid. No. And this team is not a rental away from a championship. They've got to have, like, a, a serious superstar join this team. And I'm talking about a superstar. Karen Carpenter is the greatest singing drummer of all time. Now, I'm not going to put her in the top five of my drummers, but I I will name her the greatest singing drummer of all time. Says a lot, right, when we're talking Don Henley and Phil Collins. But, yeah, so... There you go, because I'm including the voice. So her voice is, her drumming was awesome. You, you can go YouTube and watch it, but her voice obviously is superior to Collins and to Henley. You may like their voices, because I'm a Henley guy. If you, if you gave me like the three voices, Don Henley's voice is my favorite out of the three. Don't get me wrong, but I can't tell you Don Henley's voice is better than Karen Carpenter's. That's ridiculous. She can go to places that none of those two could ever go with her voice or the, the octaves and the different levels she has, forget about that. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, yeah. But Carpenter was she's special, man. She is as special as they get. Uh bottom pert moon carry. Yeah, bottoms a guy that everybody puts there too. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Yes, sir. What you got?
2: No, I was gonna ask. Talking music, how you feel about rappers?
1: Well, I'm very old school in that sense. Well, I was gonna ask Because Billboard put I'm out not, a top fifty. I'm not putting the mumblers on there. Billboard put out none a top of these fifty. Shitty ass mumblers you got going on in two thousands belong anywhere in there. So Chuck D, is he there? That's my favorite voice of all time. Well,
2: they've only got the top twenty here, so
1: is Chuck D there? He is
2: not in the top twenty.
1: And that list is shit. That's it. it. Goes, that list is over. Number
2: one, Jay Z. Now, Jay-Z. now Biggie,
1: Biggie is in there. Biggie's at six. Tupac's in there. Four. Okay. Uh L. Cool J. Fourteen. Okay. Um, Snoop. Number nine. Okay. All right, uh, Nas, number three. Okay. Um, let's see. I know my I, 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 one of the guys I love of this era. Now he's not a mumble rap guy. He's not on that list. Lupe Fiasco is not on that list. But I not, love. Him.
2: Not on the twenty. No. I no. Don't no. Know no. If he but I, a but I love.
1: Way. But I love Lupe Fiasco. Out of, out of the young rappers, he's one of those guys. I don't like the mumble rappers. Those guys they can all they can they can get lost and. Go play in traffic or something. Those people have no talent. Um, but uh, the guys I'm talking about have, like, real talent. Uh, let's see. What, oh, Eminem. Shit. Number five. Yeah, Eminem's in my top five mm-hmm. for sure. Uh, Beastie Boys, are they there? They're not in the top 20 here. That's bullshit. Okay? So that list means nothing. If you don't have Chuck D and the Beastie Boys in your top 20, okay, of rappers then, you know, sorry. (laughs) Beastie Boys not only were great rappers and great lyricists and fun, but they also, like, made real music. Like, they can play instruments. You know, they were, like, legit, legit musicians. So, yeah. um, Want to hear their top 20? Go ahead. Number one,
2: Jay-Z. Okay. Two, Kendrick Lamar. Okay. Three, Nas. Okay. Four, Tupac. Okay. Five, Eminem. Okay, yeah. Six Biggie. Okay. Seven Little Wayne. Yeah.
1: Eight Drake. Whiny little voice, Little Wayne. <laughs> Nine Snoop. Ten Nicki Minaj. What was it, eight? Drake. Okay. All right. I'm not really much of a Drake guy, but I get it. He does have skills. Go Eleven ahead. Kanye. Okay. Number local.
2: Twelve Andre 3000.
1: Oh, yeah. No, I, I put both of them together, yeah. but go ahead. No,
2: no, that's why I started looking at the list a little bit real quick to make sure I didn't miss when you said B C or anything like that. Uh, 13, Rakeem. 14, L O Cool J. 15, J. Cole.
1: Oh, yeah, my daughter loves yeah. J. Cole. He's good, dude. He's good. He's
2: 16, good. Scarface.
1: Oh, I don't know much. 17, 50 of... Cent. 50 Cent made mm-hmm. the top 20? Yeah. 18 Ice Cube. I put DMX before 50 Cent. <laughs> 19 Missy Elliott. By the way, I love DMX. DMX, you may not call him the greatest rapper, but I love his style. It's one of my favorite styles of all time. Love DMX. Okay, what's. And you number say?
2: 20 was Big Daddy Kane. Ooh, Big Daddy Kane. KRS1 is not there? In the 20, in the 20. There's a top 50. I only
1: have 20 on this. So KRS1 guess, is one of the best rappers out there, bro. KRS-One does, does, doesn't get the love that he deserves. <sighs> That's just wrong. It's just wrong. Wrong. How do you not have Chuck D there? Are you out of your minds? Wow. That's just wrong. That's disrespectful. Damn. Well, you know, Dre... Dre... <laughs> Dre doesn't have a major catalog, dude. Yeah, he's a producer. That, Dre should not be in the top 20. He doesn't have a catalog, bro. He has one album. He's not He's not LL Cool J. He's not Biggie. He's not Tupac. He's not NWA. He's not Beastie Boys. No, dude, that's... You're, You want to put Dre as one of the 10 most important people in the history of rap? Okay, but he's not one of the top rappers. Then I got to tell you something. I think any list that has him as one of your top rappers, that's not a very informative list because that's not one that, that's not one that you're, you're not giving me somebody that's done enough as a rapper in hits. No, dude, he lives off of one album. He's a he's a producer. That's what he is. More than anything else. Nah, he's not one of the top. I, I wouldn't put you could put him top 50, maybe top hundred if you want, but he has no business being in the top five, top ten, and top twenty. None whatsoever. No way. Nobody can make a, an argument for me that's legit. Andre rapper. Not not, not impact person or producer. That's a whole different ballgame. But, yeah, no, no. That's, uh, that's as weak as that list, not having my man, Chuck D, on it. Like, that's unacceptable. Yeah, yeah, Dr. Dre isn't, yeah, he doesn't, that's a weak sauce. You don't, you, for me, I, I challenge your knowledge of rapping, of rap. And I'm a 56-year-old guy, and I'm going to challenge your knowledge of rap if you tell me Dre is in your top 20. Uh, Devin Jordan, thank you for the love on the super chat. Big O, did you hear the story about Brett Favre suing Shannon Sharp and Pat McAfee for reporting he stole money from poor people? Um, No, but that'll be funny as hell when he did. Maybe he needs the money that badly, but he's going to have to sue a lot of people because there were a lot of people that said he took it. And there's articles and there's proof and all kinds of stuff. So, uh, I mean, if you want... Listen, man, if he just wants to go to court and lose, you know, we got a guy that's, uh, you know, orange and he goes to court and loses all the time. So, I mean, you know, there's some people that love losing, you know. Big O, did you ever hear of a band called Heaven. They were a local Hialeah band back in the late 70s. Nope. No, I don't remember heaven. Don't remember heaven. Hammerhead, yes, but not heaven. Dre was 40. Oh, it was number 40? He mm. wasn't in the top 20? Oh, okay. Chuck D is 34. What an insult to Chuck D.
2: Right after Busta Rhymes.
1: <laughs> I mean, Busta Rhymes is a fun rapper. I kind of like him, man. Did you see him on the Grammys? Did you see Busta Rhymes in the Grammys? That was that was scene was awesome. When they were going from one rapper to another, everybody singing their own piece. I can't say I know who, who was the cat that was all in the white and had like the little like the little cornrows that was rolled over. He was dressed really slick, but I didn't know anything about him. I didn't know who the hell that was. But um, um, I knew pretty much all the other rappers that came out. I mean, they said his name, but I didn't really pick up on it quickly, or something. Or maybe they didn't say his name. No, maybe they didn't. But I don't remember that. I, I don't know who that cat was. Uh, I give him credit. He had, he had, he had. He was dressed like slick. It was like a. It was like these white jeans that had like uh, some kind of shine on in his shirt and all that. I, I, his song to me meant nothing. I, I, I didn't, I didn't care for it. You know what I mean? It wasn't impressive. But I don't know who the hell that was. I gotta say,
2: DMX was 21.
1: Oh, okay, all right. And
2: KRS-One,
1: where is KRS-One? 24. Okay, at least he, he was just outside. So at least that tells me that they were in the ballpark of That'd putting be like honorable mention type. Yeah, things, I, I, I would have put KRS-One in my in that in that 20. I'm sorry. You had DMX. The problem is also its popularity. It all depends on how deep you went into the culture, yeah. you know, and how big your music was. And that's why Dre's there, because that one album he hit was freaking legendary. You know, it's a masterpiece. So that's why, but,
2: yeah. Big Pun was in at 26.
1: Yeah. Biz Marquee, yeah, no, I'm not putting Biz Marquee in my top top 50, my top 100. <laughs> you know, it's, a, it's one of the all-time fun songs, Okay, and by the way, I I shouldn't say it. Biz Marquis actually had a few other songs. That's not right on my part. They weren't as big as his number one hit, but there were other songs that people like of him and and I know of. Uh, But, you know, I'm not putting him in my top 20 or top 50, to be quite honest. Rest in peace, Biz, because I know we... Damn, didn't we just lose Biz? Like I want to say, in the last two years we lost Biz? I want to say, right? Devin says, "My top ten: Nas, Tupac, Biggie, LL Cool J, Jay Z, Snoop, Ice Cube, KRS-One, oh, all Big Daddy Kane. Oh, I forgot about that. That's a good one right there. And and Rakim. That's that's Devin. That's hard right there, bro. That's hardcore. The only thing I would argue with you is you gotta squeeze Eminem in there somewhere. Right? We gotta put Eminem in the top ten, bro." You know, that's the only thing that I would say. We got a, uh, I don't know who I'm going to push out of that list. Um, I mean, I, I would have to push out a couple because you don't have my guy in there. But um, I probably would, so I got to knock Ice Cube out for for, uh, for Eminem. Hmm. Uh, what about Game? I always thought he was an underrated rapper. <sighs> yeah, Common, too. It's another guy I like. Um, yeah, those are some of the guys. Those guys, yeah. I, it's just, you know, when we get to top 20, we're talking about the best of the best. You know what I'm saying? And we're talking top 10, like like uh, Devin just put out. That's Man, it's so hard to nail it to the top 10. Because think about it. He doesn't have my man Chuck D in the top 10. And for me, Chuck D is top 10. Just amazing, uh, politically. What his message was behind his rap, uh, his as a lyricist, and then his voice is so freaking awesome. God, his voice is the best, the best. Chuck D's voice, oh man. What you got? You're gonna say something because no, right. I
2: didn't want to interrupt your your rap talk and everything going on because I got a little. Bit Where of are we going? Let's go. Uh, Dave McMinamin. Oh. We've had him on the show, haven't we?
1: Yeah, we have. Yeah. LeBron's boy.
2: Is that who that is?
1: Oh, God. Yeah. He follows oh, well, LeBron. Abra follows LeBron everywhere. Okay, well, then I guess we're going to know who this is. Okay, go ahead. As
2: one source told me, you remove a vampire from the locker room on Lakers moving on from Russell Westbrook. Oh,
1: that's definitely LeBron. <laughs> Dave McMenamin, <laughs> I think he lives in LeBron's house. Yeah. You know what I guess we know who he, that source is now. Yeah, he covers LeBron everywhere he goes. It's like he's made a good living out of that. Supposedly, he and Malika Andrews are going out. Way to go, Dave McMenamin. If that's the truth, if that's the tooth, it's Dave McMenamin, and wow. He outkicked his coverage by miles and miles and miles. Like, Miles. Like Miles, seriously, Malika, and him, like Malika's gorgeous. Wow, like you would figure Malika would get you know if she wanted to, I'm sure, because uh, she's gorgeous. That's that that's I did not see that pairing together, Dave McMenamin and and Malika Andrews. That's uh, kind of weird. That one was like wow i don't know uh, ludicrous was great too yes ludicrous is good no doubt then an ice cube write most of the nwa he has to be in there just for that i don't know if he wrote most of it um but i know he wrote a lot you know but i'm not exactly sure because remember um uh easy wrote some stuff obviously dre um So, I I don't know, you know, and plus, by the way, Ice Cube also did his own stuff. You know what I mean? I just, I don't know how you leave Eminem out of any top ten. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's impossible for me to leave Eminem out of any top ten. Even top five for most, I think. I think Eminem is like, you know, he's just one of those, like, Biggie and Tupac and and LL Cool J, these are just some of the the most impactful and greatest rappers of all freaking time, you know? So I have a hard time leaving Eminem. Like, you know, Devin left him out. I, oh, that guy is just as special as it gets, man. You know? So anyway, uh, we are out of here. We uh, thank Matt Vertaram, Alan Pupart, as always, Luis De Cubas for joining us. Um, We thank Sean Stanley, also the man that masters this program every single day. We thank you as well, though. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Appreciate it. It is my pleasure every day to do this. We thank John Brunetti Jr. We thank, of course, Frank Fiore, Steve Calibro, all the great people out here at Hialeah Park. Remember, we got boxing on the 24th. Go to HialeahPark.com if you want to get more tickets. Come on out here and enjoy the loosest slots in the state. I am not kidding. Loosest slots in the state, that is, that is documented, all right? No casino in the state has looser slots than we do here at Hialeah Park. Uh, the other thing I want you to do is I want you to keep the people in Turkey in your thoughts and your prayers. Uh, the number has risen over 15,000. Uh, when it comes to the deaths after the earthquake and what those folks are going through is just something that we would never want to experience. So if you can help, help those folks out there. If you can make a donation. But if you can, at least keep your thoughts and prayers uh, with, the, with the people in Turkey because nobody deserves that. Uh, we will see you tomorrow morning. We're coming to you live from, high, from uh, Acura Pembroke Pines, correct? So we'll be at Acura Pembroke Pines tomorrow at 15601 Pines Boulevard, just off of I-75. And Pines will be there starting off, like we normally do, 10 a.m. See you tomorrow, same time, same place, same Bat Channel. Have a great one.